You're about to listen to an all-new issue of Geek in the City Radio, which comes to you free every single week over on geekinthecity.com. If you enjoy helping us keep this show free, and I know you do, pop on over to patreon.com forward slash geekinthecity, where we have all kinds of levels that get you some fantastic awards and benefits. But if you can't help us out there, just please share this show over on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. And as always, our opening and closing theme brought to you by nerd rock group Megathruster. And now... Let's get on with an all-new issue of Geek in the City Radio. One, two, three, four! It's been a long, long week. Why don't you spend some time with geeks? So many issues a day into which we must delve. We're gonna talk about the stuff that makes you scream and shout. Hit the red alert, we're going more factor 12. Thanks for pressing play. Now we're gonna save the day, alright? Why, hello, and welcome to issue. 541 of Geek in the City of Radio. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Duran, trapped in his basement. I am Bina Rita, sitting in my living room. And I'm Cable Hashitani, uh, sitting in my gallery. Hello, how's it going, everybody? This is weird. It's super weird. <laughs> uh, I, I have loaded answers. I just have... What, what are you doing? Stop that. Cat. Well, that didn't take long at all. That didn't take that long at all. <laughs> no, she's. Uh, I'm at home, so now she wants to be the center of attention. No, here's where people learn the truth: is when no one's around, Cable talks to his junk. <laughs> oh, I can hear her. And it me, and it meows. <laughs> yes. That's because she's right here in front of the mic, <laughs> but she's just short enough that, like, she's here where the camera sees is right here. Mind you. Andrew's a little little baby. There's her tail. <laughs> so, Cable, I know that you are still uh, gainfully employed, right? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> and that's all we're going to say about that, because they're a proud sponsor of Geek in the City Radio. They are. Um, and we are still able to provide games and puzzles to people who want to come do a drive-by pickup, presumably while they are out grabbing the essentials like groceries and medical supplies. Right. Oh, yeah, I left my house for the first time in a week today. Really? Mm-hmm. I needed more food. That's good. <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, well, I've been, the weird thing for me is like not a whole lot has changed yet. I'm still just, you know, working from home and whatnot, except that in my videos basement. are in my basement. Except my videos are getting weirder and weirder right now. Like I recorded myself writing for 15 minutes yesterday and people kind of liked it. Just sitting there at your computer? Well, I, every once in a while I would stop and go through the process of writing a comic script and whatnot. But yeah, for the most part, 
And I've actually heard of authors doing that on their Twitch channels. We're like, just come watch us write. I'm like, well, okay. I mean, if people are into it. Yeah, it works. Uh, I might end up doing like one man Trek scene reenactments because I'm just going weird. Plus, I, I just built a USS Reliant model. So I want to like, I found myself wanting to recreate like scenes from Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. That won't be freaky or anything. So that'll be fun. <clears throat> oh, and for folks who are just joining us, yes, I did um, immediately delete the tweet where I put the link on here because it took 30 seconds to get a dick pic. Or what was going to be one. Uh, it was butt first. I'm pretty sure the butt was going to turn around. What? I... I Man. Is it just because people are bored and don't know what to do with themselves in this? No, that's this has always been a problem. Remember chat roulette? Yeah, but wasn't that like half the, I don't want to say charm of chat roulette, but like that was half the, I was like, okay, it could be something fun. Could be a penis. I mean, that was. I don't, I think when the, when they invented the chat roulette, no one was expecting it to just be, let's see how long anyone could go before getting a dick pic. Right. And yet, I mean, you think they know how humanity works by now. So, whatever. It is what yeah. it is. <sighs> but first. Uh, I, har- I hardly knew her. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Norm. And folks, there is a, there is a chat. Uh, if you're using Zoom, you'll see a chat little thing down there. You can chat in there with us. Mm-hmm. It's down with the other options like emojis and... Yeah, all that stuff. Share screen. Don't share your screen. Mm-mm. Like you can do that. Do a thumbs up. Ta-da. Thumbs up are good. Wait, how? Where do they go? I did that before and I didn't. Okay, I see. It's it's just next to my head. Yep, it is next to your head. Thumbs up. Burr, burr. Yeah, we just all sound like old people trying to use technology for the first time. <laughs> um. Which, by the way, totally happened. Are old people using technology <laughs> for the first time? And man, if this was Tumblr, or I'd be screwed. I'm like, I can't do it. No, it was. A f- so it was a few days ago. I'm host. I've been starting this um, writers' workshop for kids, which wound up being a terrifying for me. Um, I was more nervous teaching literally six six kids how to design a story around an inanimate object than I have been speaking in front of thousands of people. Mm. Um, because children are ruthless and, and give no, they don't care. Like there's no filter on them. Nope. Um, but they were great. That was so much fun. We're going to meet again on Thursday because I gave them all an assignment. Um, but they were all super excited by it, but my mom was setting up my nieces uh, so that my niece could take in it. And, um, it's just a comedy of errors watching my mom try to just literally hit a link and get the video to start working. Uh, every, every other poor kid in my writer's group on Tuesday had a solid like five minutes of just staring at my mom's nostrils where uh, she thought she could start, <laughs> where she thought she could, <laughs> where's, and I was like, mom, remember behave those kids. She's like, I know. And when my mom gets frustrated, she reverts to Spanish. Um, and she just not like cursing badly, 
But enough, and two of the girls uh, in the writer's course, English is a second language to them, and I can hear them going, like, Mom, uh, not a (laughs) couple of them speak Spanish. She went, oh, crap, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that was kind of cool. Where did you end up putting, where did you end up putting the link after all? Uh, It is on the Geek Geek in the City Radio Facebook page and my personal Facebook page. Okay. Can I, should we share that? Should we not? I just did. You can share it on Facebook because I think that's a bit more limited. Twitter is pretty much the whole world, even if they don't necessarily follow you. Yeah, yeah, There's, yeah. It's um, the Wild West on Twitter. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so. Can can the two of you hear Manju purring? Yes. Okay. A that's a good mic. Yep. It's, a, it's Merrick's podcast mic. Like uh, the only reason I'm able to do this at all is because of Merrick. Yeah, she and I chatted. On, she's she was chatting with me last night. She's like, "I'm gonna have cable all set up. It'll be good." She I wish I could have like gotten. I wish I could have gotten my equipment figured out. I had a nice microphone and everything. Well, we can't all have a Merrick. I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, she's been pretty busy. It seems like over in Bridge. She is. Uh, she has put together so that the um, the bridge city can continue to fulfill orders for people um, and has been working on that she and she's been working with ring getting him up to speed as well so. yeah nice I know I need to place my order for my comics and get them picked up yeah oh yeah it's true I haven't picked up in a week now uh, they're also uh, like she's been getting people's uh, Numbers to input in Square, so that way it can be a, a card on account that peop- that they can just say, "Yeah, just bill me and do it that way." Oh, I should. Oh do yeah, that. I uh, I put my card on file last time I was there. Good. Ah, shoot! I should do that. I just did it today. All right. Yay. Well, speaking of comics, one of the things that has been impacted um, by everything is that we think it was announced freaking yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diamond Comics Distribution has suspended all new shipments and they are no longer taking in new, like new anything so they're all whatever's in the pipeline I guess they're still going to send Yeah, but uh, nothing new is coming through so every publisher that was still putting out books they have nowhere to send books right now mm-hmm. um, not that a lot of stores could really facilitate it right now but um you know, some shops like Bridge City Comics and a lot of local shops, they were they were doing mail order, they were doing curbside pickup. <clears throat> and Diamond's like, no new books. Uh, I don't know how well the publishers are going to weather that. Um, I, I honestly hope that when we get through all of this, and we will get through all of this, that the big guns like Disney uh, and Warner Brothers are going to wonder just why the hell they have allowed one completely inept company to control 100% of all comics distribution. It's just asinine that that's what has happened. So Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, no, I, I mean, last time I checked, they both have their own distribution methods already. Yep. Um, and... And like, I never owned a store, but I managed a store and I loathed working with Diamond. And it really wasn't even my money on the line. It was my job on the line, but it wasn't my livelihood. Like if I screwed up and got fired, I'm like, oh, whatever. 
get unemployment, find another job. But people who own shops, you know, they're going to be, you know, just boned by Diamond's ineptitude. So it'd be nice to have more players in that field. Yep. I, I believe I saw uh, uh, a tweet from Jay Edidin basically said, anyone with warehouse space and uh, working knowledge of Excel, you can start a comics distribution <laughs> company yeah, right now and you will be ahead of Diamond. <clears throat> there you go, Bean. Just find a warehouse space. Um, well, I'm going to assume that real estate prices are going down right now. So, um, I bet so, you can get a really good deal on that Gordon's Fireplace building. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it's going to collapse. Yep. Yeah, it's a death trap. But no one's going to be in there, just the comics. You're going to have workers. What are you, Jeff Bezos? No, he it's has me. workers. Yeah, but doesn't give a fuck about him. That's what I meant. Yeah. I said there will be people. You need people to put the comics in the packages to ship them to the Not store. right away. It's a brand new business venture. I'm not going to have money to hire people to be in the warehouse with the stuff. How are you going to ship the comics in this hypothetical building you now own? I guess I'll be doing it at first. Whew, that's a lot of comics. Well, shit. First, I got to figure out a box. Say what you will about Diamond. They, got, they know their boxes. Do they... Those I've, diamond boxes are great. You know how many times I've used those to move? No. Okay, that's the only good thing that company does. That's what I'm you saying. Like, if there's one the, part of their model that I would replicate, it is the boxes. Yeah, but you know all what? All you have to do is find out who makes the boxes for exactly. them. Exactly. Oh. You just got to find out who makes them for diamond because they yeah. don't make sure. I'll be right back. I'm going to go look at my garage right now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I actually found out uh, it's about a month or so ago that warehouse prices have actually become very expensive mm -hmm. because of because of legalized weed. Uh, they're, all, they're all being turned into grow farms. Uh, well, that won't last long. No. I think that well, that market is already starting to kind of burst a little bit. I don't really use it, so I got, I got no input on that one. <sighs> I mean, I use it, but it doesn't change the fact that um, it's just the market is saturated. Yeah, I, would, I would go so far as to say it's super saturated. Super saturated. That's, that's a word. Look it up. I know. I think it's technically two words. You just wanted to sing something. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, we could do that. We could do Geek in the City karaoke. Uh, okay. I'm not drunk enough for that. By which I mean, I'm not drunk at all. Uh, I saw that bottle of Providence you just brought out. Uh, and actually, I have it, but I I don't. I didn't grab a bottle opener, so I'll be back. Okay, go get it. Quick, while she's gone, let's all talk about her. I'll unmute everyone. <laughs> yep, <laughs> this is a perfect time. Yeah, it's a perfect time. So, cable up. What is um? How's it going? It it's still a loaded question, man. Yeah, that's uh, true. Like, it, it's, if I can be real for a minute. Uh, sure, I don't care. Uh, My proper Reverend Nat's glass. Oh, good, good. Uh, it's a lot of, I'm having very socialist, very uh, progressive feels about 
um, the nature of what we're doing in the light of this pandemic um, as right. retailers or retail workers. Um, we are also, there is still a large criminal element that is surrounding uh, the building in which Merrick and I live in downtown that they don't give a fuck. They're still on the street at three in the morning trying to sell whatever they're peddling to whoever will listen. And then people who are completely cracked out of their mind, just yelling and screaming. Right. We had someone attempt to break into the building. uh, I believe over the weekend that uh, like they were trying, they were apparently wearing a, a mask a la the purge. I was waiting for some jackass to start doing that shit. Yep. Um, we had a break-in at Guardian. Oh, shit, the, really? Because I know another yeah. game store had one recently, too, in North Portland. Yeah, Portland Game Store was broken into on Sunday. Uh, Guardian was broken into Monday morning at, like, 5 a.m. Um, they managed to get away with very little product, uh, fortunately, because we, like, they went straight for the magic cases for all the expensive cards, and we had everything out before. Right, and put it in the back room and it was locked up. So they got like packs of magic card that are like standard. So they're like nothing. They got nothing, but they got nothing and they got a lot of snacks. So like, there's also the reality of like, they're trying to do what they can to survive. Like I have a level of empathy for, we're all just trying to survive this and everything is cat. I know. Right. All you get is the tail. All, just, just the tail. Hi. Me, um, meanwhile, in my neighborhood, the cops were able to spend like three hours just taking photographs of people speeding. For what purpose? What does that serve? I mean, I get to a point in our neighborhood, it still has, it's still pretty residential. And even with people pretty much inside, like people are still going outside and taking walks or walking their dog or whatever. And people will blow down a residential street at like 50. So I get it as a deterrent to a point. But, sure, but then do what New York is doing and close down residential streets, except to through traffic so that people can walk in them. Right, yeah, well... We, do, we barely got the governor to approve of a close down like two days ago. Yeah, that's a. It's actually sort of enraging because I, in the six years that I've lived here, I've never gotten the impression that uh, Portland police give even half of a shit about uh, driving violations. (laughs) And and now all of a sudden, what they think they've got all this free time? Right. When in fact, it seems to be the opposite. I, I think they care depending on what color you are. There's a little like, bit of that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of, you know, you can, you get all kinds of harassed if driving while black. So That's a, that's a whole nother yes. thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, well, like as Katie said in the chat, there's some pretty big loopholes for the stay-at-home order also, so. Yeah. You know, try to make the best of what we can and still have a good time as best we can. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, 
I, I would like for all my friends to, you know, be able to get back to work because they need to have a roof over their head and buy food and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, this might sound bad. I'm not saying I'm having a good time, but I feel like I'm having better surges of creativity right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because as things get more chaotic in the world, my brain focuses better. You know, it doesn't focus on like dumb shit to get obsessed with on a personal nature. It just goes sure. to let's tell this weird ass story. Now there's no rules anymore. I'm going to, yeah, I don't care. Tell the story, shoot the video, create the audio. Doesn't matter anymore. There's no rules when it comes to content anymore. That's been strangely liberating for me. Um, I don't know if that'll work out in the long run. And that's just, and that's, you know, that that's something that's just happening for me. I couldn't speak with anybody else. So I don't know how you guys have been faring or whatnot. Um, I know Bean just Bean just got fucking stoned and worked on a puzzle all day. <laughs> and not at the same time. <laughs> okay, so here are the things that I have been doing with my time. Uh, cross-stitch. But that's usually something I do anyway while I'm watching like TV or movies. Watching right. more TV and movies. Uh, I finished a book and now I'm watching the series of the book. Um, yes, I've worked on my jigsaw puzzle. Thank you, Cable. Nice. Finally making some progress there. Uh, I've decluttered a lot of areas in my house that are usually kind of gross. And I'm doing more cooking and cleaning than usual. Because I work five days a week. And when I get home, I typically don't do much of anything. I don't contribute to my household after I've been at work all day. Because it's, it's pretty mentally and emotionally draining. If I come home in a good mood, that's it's noteworthy. Right. So... Um, I'm I'm really, really enjoying this much solitude these days because most of the time I'm interacting with dozens and dozens of people for eight to 10 hours. Right. Or more. Um, so I'm, just, for me, I, I know I should probably be a little bit more concerned about our financial situation if this goes on, but uh, right now I'm just like, my, my brain and my body are super grateful for this extra downtime. Yeah, totally. That's kind of where we're at right now too, right? We're, like I've said before, we're, we're very lucky in that we're okay right now. But, you know, if this keeps up for a couple months, <laughs> that, that, could, that could change. Um, like I had mentioned online, and it wasn't really to lament. It was just to be like, well, there's that one shoe. You know, all my freelance gigs are gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the publishing is still there, so that's good. Um, but, you know... That that could go in the future if this keeps up, but right now there's no plans for that. So right, I don't um, I don't anticipate that this is going to be a very long term thing for me. My boss is going to want to just go back to operating even at a partial uh, levels as soon as possible, which I think is probably the the common right way that most small business owners feel. Yeah, I'm just hoping some of them get to come back, you know. That's the Uh thing that scares me is a lot of places are like, they were doing okay, but they were two bad months away from being shuttered forever, and here comes those two months, you know. Or people, or places that were still super new and weren't necessarily in the black yet. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Well, it was like here, like locally, you know, there's been a couple times now where the people who own Powell's have said, uh, we're not sure we'll be able to reopen Powell's. 
You well, that's know. crazy to think that they work on such a small margin, uh, presumably, because they're they're a Portland institution. That means yeah. nothing, though. Being an institution doesn't mean anything. It's <sighs> oh, I no, I, I totally yeah. get that. It's it's like it's a concept versus mm-hmm. a you know a reality, but it's still really hard to to see the disparity between those two things happen in real life. That that also gets into Portland's Portland residents' issue with not showing up to things because they think, oh, well, it's an institution. Why do I need to show up? It's right. always going to be there. Not if you don't show up. If you don't show up and don't help the businesses that you want to help, they're not going to be there. Right. No, that's true. Um, I know that right now I'm feeling kind of a lot of guilt because – I want to support as many small businesses as I can. And I'm like, I should order a case of beer or cider and I should order food from here or there because these places are doing everything they can to keep operating. Um, But at the same time, I'm like, that's not what I would normally be doing on a day-to-day basis. And I don't have the same financial resources as I normally would on a day-to-day basis. So it's a weird in-between spot. Like you want to do the thing, but also you know that you're supposed to maintain an additional level of responsibility. Yeah, which, you know, the people in power that hold all the purse strings don't, for whatever reason, seem to have to have that same level of responsibility. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, didn't you guys hear? We're going to have a resurrection on Easter. Uh, You want to run that by me again? Oh, someone hasn't been reading the news. I'm with Maddow on this one. the news, all news outlets should stop airing Trump's live press conferences. Oh, he's literally killing people right now. Yes. I did hear that CNN and NBC are uh, not going to air his shit anymore. Good. Yeah, uh, NPR, uh, the Washington branch of NPR is going to stop, and I think Oregon's going to follow suit. Yeah. I would hope so, because it just... Like, I think- always feel that um, NPR should have been leading that charge of like not letting any of these people get away with anything. And they've just done nothing but softball everything. Yeah. It's been bad. Yeah. Uh, I think one thing, everything just needs to come to a a halt when it comes to finances. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there needs to be, and I'll hear people like, it's not going to work. There needs to be a suspension of, of, of rent. And when you're Mm -hmm. like, what about the people that own the buildings? I said, no, a suspension of everything. So if you own a couple houses and you rent them out, you don't pay mortgage. Like no one pays anything until we get through this. Yep. No one, you know. And there can't be accrual of debt either. No, no interest accrual, no fees accrual. Like everything literally just, you just hit the galactic pause button. Yep. Like if we come back in three months, it it can't be okay. You now owe us for three months back rent. It's like cool. Then someone owes me three months back pay, right? <laughs> in order to yeah. do that, yeah. But uh, I think go ahead. I I read. I'm trying to find it while we're talking, but I read about a thing where this. Um, I've read a lot of things actually. There was one where uh, every all tenants in a unit were talking to each other and mutually like mutually agreed. Uh, and thus wrote a letter to the landlord of the unit, like 32 units, uh, to say we are not, none of us are paying rent on April 1st. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and I've seen something about how the stimulus package that they're planning on uh, would then have to be paid back over time. That's the one that was the worst to I me. I haven't read. I haven't read that part yet. I'm trying to find um, it, but uh, it's that is insane because if you live paycheck to paycheck, obviously you need this money to keep up with all of your, you know, life needs. So it's like feed your family and keep the lights on. Um, right. But if you eventually go back to work, you're not, you're again, there's no like cumulative effect there. You're still going to go back to, okay, I'm at zero now. I've got zero funds. I've got zero debt. And then we start both of those balls rolling again. There is not going to be extra finances to pay back this stimulus check that you got while you were not working. Yeah. It just right. doesn't make sense. How does that actually help anybody? I, and I haven't heard it's going to require to be repaid. That would just be, that would be just madness. Yeah. The, the money that we are allegedly are all going to get, um, that's going to just cover living expenses. That's not going to cover, you know, rents. <laughs> that should be for people buying food and, and medicine as needed. Like that's mm-hmm. what that, that's, that's survival. Uh, the great irony being is that is basically universal basic income, which is funny. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, part of me, like, I don't know, you know, I, I hope we learn from this, but there's a super, like, optimistic part of me is like, maybe this is how we get to Star Trek. Maybe. Like, this is how we get to the Federation, whatever. Hey, I'm just hoping that we do it without the skipping over the... Um the part that Q focused on in TNG where it was the right kangaroo courts and, and apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah. But eh, who knows? I know I'm always the pessimist about, you know, like hitting our Star Trek utopia, but if it's going to happen, it's not going to start in this country. Uh, No, I don't think it is. I, I would agree with that point. Yeah, I just if it was going to, it would have happened forty years ago. Right. Why forty years ago? I basically it would have happened long. We would have taken a look at someone else's policies and gone, "Oh, let's go ahead and move forward with this." But like that would have been if Carter had gotten more than one term as president, instead mm. we put Reagan in and that changed everything going forward. And he just let everyone get AIDS. That's, you know, that's pretty comparable. That's one thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. It's there's, uh, but I'm, I'm hoping part of this like shows like a lot of the asinine things we do. Um, I know that, a couple cities are now telling their jails, like, look, if it's a nonviolent offense, like, let them out. Mm-hmm. You're crowding the jails. You're creating more places for exposure. And, for, you know, frankly, for a nonviolent offense, we probably shouldn't be jailing to begin with. That just ends up costing us more. And I refuse yes. the argument of, like, well, they just put me to, you know, commit a crime and die. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's... we. That's what humanity should do. <laughs> we need a top-down reconstruction of our prison system as it is anyway, because it's doing something that it's not supposed to doing, which is... Make profit? Cre- yes. <laughs> it's creating slave labor and making profit off it. And the idea behind prisons in the first place is 
rehabilitation so that people can come back into society, not complete remain separate from it. Right. I mean, you're always, you're always going to have someone that you have to just fucking lock up forever. Sure. That's that. Cause I was like, well, what about the person who's killed? Like, yeah, you will always bring the extreme as your what about example. Yes, of course. There's always going to be someone that you have to keep away from society forever. But that but, makes up what percent of yeah. the entire criminal system? Is that like 2%? 1%? I don't know. Uh, way less than what it is now. Yeah. For sure. It seems like people who have been arrested for nonviolent uh, marijuana crimes in, in states where marijuana is now legal it's probably like 60 (laughs) percent yeah it's way too many yeah um those people should be let out and then immediately given jobs at dispensaries (laughs) go back to doing what you did well right and then they would just be contributing to the economy yeah our our, our ever important economy Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. all right now i have to be right back Okay. Are you? Uh, I keep eyeballing the games that you have up in the corner there. The I didn't realize you had Armada or Imperial Assault. And you know what? I haven't played either of them yet. So okay, go get your beer, and we'll talk when you come back. All right, right back. Uh, All right. Are Are any of those two player games? Mm, they can be two player games. Yeah. Um, mostly, I, I think they're designed to be just two player games because they're they're. Uh, miniature games uh especially armada armada is like uh you know star trek attack wing uh, is mm-hmm. based on star wars x-wing and armada is the same thing as star trek x-wing only on capital ship scale so it's like star destroyers that are this big and, and then you'll get like a whole squadron of tie fighters so it kind of goes Armada and then X-Wing and then Imperial Assault as far as mini scale. Because Imperial Assault is uh, the actual, like, uh, the characters and troops and a few of the mechs that are so big. Very but cool. It's also being discontinued, so. Oops. Don't tell Aaron when he comes back. <laughs> oh, I'm, that's why I was going to tell him is if he wants to get anything for it, he should. That should be now rather than. What are you later. telling me? Um, no, I'm not Assault, telling you. <laughs> Imperial Assault is being discontinued. Oh, that's okay. So, if you want anything, sooner rather than later. I need someone to play with. Yeah, there's that. All right, chat. What do I start with? Mm. Rainier or the gin and tonic? Tonic. Yeah. Smart. Start yeah. heavy and then it's kind of coast. I can't. I have a very pleasant desk cat right now. This is the pre-made gin and tonic from Freeland, is, uh... from Freeland Spirits and they are delicious. I like that, GNT. Yeah. My cat is right I see you. There. Right there. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop. I actually thought about I actually thought about doing a reading <laughs> from my Tales of Ravenloft short story book someday. Oh, uh, I thought you meant right now. I was like, go on. Oh, they're not very good. Oh. Let's see. Let me find one. <laughs> they don't uh, have to be very good. They, they don't have to be entertaining. It has a story from P. N. Elrod. Uh, it's a Strahd story. Let me see. P.N. Elrod. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Oh man, they're so cheesy. 
I love them so much, though. All my Ravenloft stuff. It's good. Here's how old this one is. So here's how old this one is for D&D nerds. I realize now that I'm acting as if everyone who's going to listen to this show is going to get the video of it. But the front cover of this, TSR nerds will notice that the Ravenloft is the rounded bottom, which meant a newer one. But on the inside, still has the spike, which means an older Ravenloft. I got, I got nothing. That's fine. That's oddly specific. Yes. It is. Yes. These are dumb things that I do. All right, then. Um, oh, man. So here's a fun fact about my house. Uh, I've got this big old uh, craft Not station. big enough and you want more again? Uh, I mean, not anytime in the near future, but mm-hmm. I could use a few more rooms. Um, like a room for this this craft table so that it wouldn't have to just be in front of my living room. Um, but when I had this made, I, uh, I searched around for a stool and I couldn't find one that I liked. It's kind of a taller table. Right. And I ended up going with this, uh, Lisa Simpson style kneeling chair. You know, oh, the kind, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They're comfy. Find one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, only if you've got working knees, uh... which, uh, you know, turns out I don't really. Norm, you want to take that one? Sorry, that was going to be good. Sorry, my lips are parched. So any amount of sitting in this chair is pretty painful. I'm sorry, that does suck. Now I feel bad for laughing at you. Uh, what were you going to say? Have you ever thought of replacing it with like one of those yoga balls? Those big yoga ball things that you can sit on? Her knees? <laughs> <laughs> no, the problem I have is bouncy that, knees now. The problem is I needed a taller chair oh. for this station because it's kind of it's taller than an average desk. And um, I mean, it's, like if I sit down, this is the higher setting on the table, and I'm like, okay, keyboard working a keyboard. It's basically at my chest. Uh, it's just it's tall. Hmm. Right. Here we go for the chat. Oh. It's not the same. I know. I just dropped an image in there. Oh, it just, oh, it doesn't even, well, we're getting all used to it. What were you guys going to tell me when you're like, well, tell Aaron when he comes back. No, we already told you. Imperial Assault is being discontinued. Oh, that's okay. I mean, if anything, I liked it for if I were to ever run a Star Wars game. Like, I like the tiles and the figures for tactical combat. There it is. Working Knees is the name of my all Piano Joe Exotic tribute band. Joe Exotic, Norm Hardy, Nayland Matta, fucking. That's why he's the meme king. Here we go. This is my chair, except it's got wheels. Oh, yeah. I used to have those. I, I had that in an art desk. Those were big in the late '80s. I remember that to early yep. '90s. Oh, here we go. This is a little bit better. You can actually see what it looks like to be using it. It's too close to the kiss screen. <laughs> I think they're also, Swedish origin or something. Also, uh, Sack, I want to comment you on your uh, Dick Butkus image on my Facebook page. Well played, Zach. <laughs> what? I complain that we took 30 seconds to get a dick pic, dick pic on the feed here. Uh, on the Facebook page, he posted a picture of Dick Butkus. Sounds about right. Thanks, Zach. Yeah. No, that's good. Also, I'm jealous of Sack because now I see what people do. Like, well, I mean... Over the course of time, I started seeing what people do while listening to this show, and I'm like, that's when people play their video games. 
while listening to us? When we're doing the podcast. That's why I can't play video games. I'm busy doing this podcast. That's true. (laughs) Uh, So are you you guys playing any games right now? I've been playing a lot of games. Um, I wanted to be, and the the world has thwarted me. The universe has conspired against me. Like what? Uh, so I wanted to start playing Animal Crossing, but I don't own a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Guess what is sold out everywhere? Switches and toilet paper. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> I could hey. buy a Switch Lite, which is the handheld only. Yeah. But then you can't just chill. I've Wait. been playing this. What you is can't this? Tell. Oh, your Le- is that your Lego? Oh, Lego. Ter- Lego yes. Towers. No, that's not Lego Tower. This is Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed. It's a. Uh, it- it'll come up in a minute. I'll show you. All right. Well, but- actually, I meant like board games and stuff, but video games is. <laughs> oh right, board games. Uh, <laughs> pro- probably gonna play some Illimat after this. Oh yeah. Nice. But just as a as a starter. I don't know, maybe some... I wish there was, and I'm sure someone's going to tell us, like, idiot, you can do it this way, but I wish there was a really good way to play board games, you know, via the internet with people. Uh, But then everyone has to have the same board game. I'm sure there's probably something where someone's like, listen, stupid. Words with friends? Well, I mean... (laughs) No, like, I want to... I don't mean that. You know, like, I've got... I've got like the Castle Ravenloft board game here. That'd be fun to play with some folks for an hour or so. Or that would be. Oh, I wonder. No, you couldn't do Mysterium, could you? With two. I bet you with the. I bet you with the, no over the internet. I think. No, here's the. Yeah, actually, you could because you could if the person, if the host was the ghost. Yes, the host and the person who owns the board is the ghost. You do all of the things. Technically speaking, as well, I should say, as as my memory serves. The other players don't physically need anything, do they? Well, they have to say where to put their their guesses on the board, but they could tell the person hosting the video and then be like, ooh, and then put it on there. You need like some kind of overhead cam to do it. Oh, now I want to try to pull that off. Um, I, do you have a go ahead. tripod-y type thing? Yeah, I do. Hmm. Yeah. You could totally do it. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking with uh, Brandy the other day, and there is a way to... Why are you clapping? Battleship. Oh, Battleship. Guys, battleship guys, is true. Guys, Battleship. Um, the uh, As long as the pl- people that you're playing with um, also have a copy of Betrayal at House on the Hill, you could play that. with a like You would just have whoever's starting the game all of their tiles are upside down and then everyone else plays with their tiles up so that you can go, okay, you've just revealed this. Go ahead. Put the right, put the right one in. Oh, yep. so put, so you just look at the tiles. Okay. Put the, whatever the, the attic. Right. And then like the deck, the whoever's like leading the game can hold the deck that they actually go off of. And right. You just right. Hear what cards you have. And then they, people just move the their own tokens around the rooms on their board. It's essentially like playing chess with remotely. Right. It'd be like you yeah. knight to queen's bishop 12 or whatever. Exactly. I was going to say that earlier. I was like, oh, we can return back to the days of like playing chess by mail with one another. But, you I, know, with technology. Yep. I actually still kind of like that. There's something that I find very appealing to that. I actually used to do, 
is where I'm really going to show my age. Mm -hmm. So for about, probably for about nine months, um, I don't know, when I was like 13, I didn't have anybody in my neighborhood that was interested in D&D, like at all. Um, I had like, it was weird, even though like Ryan's been my best friend since kindergarten, we would have a couple years where we just wouldn't see each other. Mainly because the way my hometown would set up schools that for a while he wasn't even in the same school. Literally a town of like 7,000 people and they were still separating high schools depending on like where you lived. It was dumb. Wait, um, you had 7,000 people in your town and you had two separate high schools? We had three. How? Actually, we had four. So we had Lassen High, which was the main one. We had Credence, which is where the kids that were about to go to jail were sent. That was their last chance. Then we had Richmond School. Then we had Johnsonville School. Everyone wanted to go to Johnsonville because it was actually the best school. For some reason, it had the most money. But because here's the thing. I'm going to guess Rich redlining is the reason. But No, not really, because I was the darkest person in that town. Um, <laughs> um, so no. economic redlining. Yeah, that yeah. was it right there. So yep. Richmond and Johnsonville were technically different towns. It was all Lassen County, but they each got their own high school. Okay. Um, but if you knew the right people, you could tweak it and have your kids sent to like Johnsonville or Richmond. You only went to Credence if literally it was your last chance before, before Juvie. Uh, I taught drama there which is probably still one of the most fulfilling things I ever did. I taught, I taught theater at, um, so Credence couldn't afford a theater program at all. Mm -hmm. So basically the drama teacher at Lassen High would pick the two, their two best theater students. And they would basically teach drama at Credence with a licensed teacher basically there to make sure we were following all the rules. And my senior year, it was myself and my friend, uh, Rachel, and we taught at Credence. Literally one of the most fulfilling things I've ever done, and it made me think that maybe I should be a teacher. Maybe like, like maybe. I remember watching them graduate and being like more proud of them. It was the same year I graduated. I'm like, oh, that's my own graduation, whatever, it's stupid. But like, I watched like four of the seniors in the class that I taught, and I say seniors, we were the same age. Some of them were older than me. <laughs> and it was still, I was like, so I'm like hanging out with the other teachers. I'm like, look, there they go. Um, I still stay in contact with a couple of them. Uh, one of them, one of them got into radio actually, which was pretty cool. Are uh, they still think, in radio? I think they are still in radio. I think they do voiceover and commercial work. Um, but one of them became an ostrich farmer. Okay. Go yeah. on. He that talked seems about very it. Portland. The entire class, he kept talking about how one day he was going to raise ostriches. Every time he wrote a one-man skit or a little like bit, it always involved ostriches. We just thought he was freaking weird, and he was weird, but he was super great. Um, yeah. Last I heard, like he raises commercial ostriches for meat for exotic meat restaurants. I mean, you have the hookup. No, I mean, well, I can look into it. Maybe get me that ostrich meat. I've always wanted to try it. Uh, tastes a lot like beef. It's very close to beef. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I feel like you should be able to get ostrich meat at Sheridan's. 
Yeah, I think you can. Or yeah, they, I, bet, they also, have... I bet you I bet you if you ask Gartner's also. I was going to suggest the same oh, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Gartner's is closer to me. Mm-hmm. No, no offense to Sheridan. I like Sheridan, but. I'm sure they take no offense. I wonder if Gartner's is like getting slammed right now. I actually thought about stopping there, but the truth is like one woman can only eat so much meat. It's not worth making a special trip. <laughs> God damn it. I'm leaving. Oh, we broke her. She's. Hold on. She's going to go pee. I know where she's going. Oh, okay. Paul the Octopus. That's what you get for having the camera. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, what was she talking about? Oh, the schools. Uh, oh, 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 oh. G- yeah, uh, gaming. Yeah. Mail order. Gaming. Chess. Yes. So there was. There you go. We'll come that back. Mail here. order, but uh, chess by mail. Yeah. yeah. So those of you who used to game back in the '80s and early '90s remember something. Remember something called Dragon Magazine. <laughs> and it used to be a real magazine. It wasn't just the online thing. And Dragon Magazine used to have a classified section in the back, mm-hmm. where you could order all kinds of like, and not creepy stuff, but like weird gamer nerd shit. Like I remember back in the day when it was like a big deal that you could buy grid paper because you couldn't go to a game store and buy. There was no game stores, not as we know them now. And not especially, well, especially if you lived in a small town. I did live in a small town, but we did have a game store. In, the closest game store was actually in Boise, Idaho. Okay, and it was oddly enough called Dark Horse. Yeah, that's awesome. We had Margie's Book Nook, and she would order us role-playing stuff and she kept one or two things on the shelf uh, i swear sometimes she kept dnd books on the shelf just out of spite because that town is so like obsessed with a satanic panic that i think she just like uh, right. she liked this old woman marge i love her dearly but i love the idea of her being like i'm metal as fuck i got me my dnd books but um so my mom never listens to this not that it matters anymore um margie used to um hide all our books for us because she knew that our families hated Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we used to play like Vampire the Masquerade or fucking, um, we used to play Nephilim. We used to play that one French game that actually is satanic. Um, Wait, what's Nephilim? I'm not familiar with Nephilim, that. I think, is that French game. So you literally play a fallen angel, like a servant okay. of Lucifer. And the whole point is to try to like convert like other people to your cause. Which game is this? It's called Nephilim. I remember it being really good, but at the time when I played it, I was 15 and I just thought it was metal. It was like the game it was it. like the game that was like banned in three countries. You're like, it's banned for blasphemy. And I'm like, yeah, that's the game I want to play. So metal. Yeah. They didn't care about that. It's just that D and D had such a stigma in this country that it was like, that's the devil's game because I saw one time Tom Hanks got killed playing it. Um what the movie mazes and monsters yep based on a quote true story it wasn't that anyway she used to keep all our game books for us so on fridays after school we'd go to margie's book nook and she's like oh is it a DD weekend guys We're like yeah it's like okay here's your books i kept them behind the counter and then on monday we'd bring them back on our lunch break that's how cool we were, I, by the way, guys. How have I never heard you guys talk about this game before? Well, that was just D&D. Nephilim? I think it was called Nephilim. No, Mazes and Monsters. Oh, it's not a it's game. It's a not movie. a game. It's a movie. 
I'm sorry. That that is what I meant. How how have I never heard you guys talk about anyone talk about this movie before? Oh really? Oh man, because I think it, it was a. Am I, I in the wrong universe again? T- no, it was a made-for-TV movie. Made-for-TV movie. <coughs> By the way, Tom Hanks is in it for what? Cable like five minutes. At the, yeah, at oh, the I, this is really because his this name is on the cover. Well, because he got big. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, oh shit! I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I I think this was was this before Booze and Buddies? Yes. 1982 oh, he is when it came young, out. looks pretty young, yeah. This was his first. Look at the cover of this. Tom Hanks in Rona Joffrey's Mazes and Monsters. Come on, Rona Joffrey. Who the hell is Rona Joffrey? The person who wrote the novel. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Rona Joffrey was Don't basically... Don't tell me if you had a book and then it was made into a movie, you wouldn't absolutely make sure your name was on the title. I would never write this book because Rona Joffrey <laughs> tried to be basically be the... He tried to be the seduction of the innocent for the D and D for the role playing world. Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck that. Anyway, guy too. this is a long way to get around to say that for a nine month period, there used to be classified ads in the back of Dragon Magazine where you could role play by mail, and you would literally join a role playing group. You would like you'd send them a letter that you want to join the group, and then they would write you back and tell you to roll up this kind of character. And then you would put that in an envelope. You'd mail it back. They'd fucking approve it. And you'd basically get like three pages of like single space typed out descriptions of what was going to happen during the next whatever, like day of game time. And you would write in like everything your character would do. And then you would write down what you rolled. And everyone assumed you were being honest. The DM would then collect everyone's letters. It was like, on a weekly basis, then the DM would read every letter and then determine what happened next. It was incredibly tedious, but also incredibly charming. It was like, it was like old computer text role-playing game adventures like Zork, but you literally were sending letters. I mean, I see ads for stuff like that all the time where it's like mystery by mail. And I assume it's something pretty similar. I've seen those ads on Facebook where it's like, get three of your, get you and your group of your friends together and solve a murder in a box. And I'm like, bitch, that's a role-playing game. Quit calling it an <laughs> escape room. Like you're, that's, you guys are. Oh, I've never seen one like that. The ones I've seen are, are they seem pretty like solo play style where you're like, you, you receive a thing in the mail, like a letter in the mail, and then you solve the murder, the, figure out the mystery by like writing back and forth. with. I've seen that. I actually thought mm-hmm. about doing that. I was gonna say, like, it just sounds like it's right up your alley. No, the one where you get like notes from a serial killer and shit like that. Yeah, but it's like yeah. 30 bucks a month. Oof. I ain't got, I ain't got no time for that shit. I ain't got the money for that. I'm sorry. I thought I, when you when I say it seems up your alley, I feel like it seems like a thing you should be writing. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Boom, new Patreon level. Yeah. Well, I have that. I've got Bear Peak Manor, which I really need to add to. It's been like a month and a half since I wrote a chapter to it. Thank you, patrons, at the highest level. It's their fault. They fucking put me into a wall. Like, literally. Uh, So I made that classic mistake of thinking, there's no way they would pick this option. I'm putting this option in just for fun. 
because it's a choose your own adventure that you're you sweet summer child you think i know by now no i know (laughs) you don't no i know I'm trying to, there's new folks logging in. I keep telling them like, don't try to activate audio. Like we're, I'm not allowing it. And nothing against you guys. It would just become a cacophony of madness if I allowed audio. That's not, that's not the podcast. Sorry. Mm-mm. I think maybe we could do a hangout sometime. And let just oh, people sure. hang out with us. We could, we could do that. Yeah. Just don't, just fun. don't, just don't put it on Twitter. No, we won't. Or, or do, and we will judge your penis. Oh, you don't want me to do that. It's not my penis on display. Yeah, the the colloquial you, the the proverbial. What is now it? I, now I the royal you. No, it's not that. Now I kind of want that to happen, just to see how savage you could be. Although that also might end up being like a thing for them. No, no, we're not gonna do that. Yep. Don't go down that road. Or. Um... <sighs> I'm like really trying. I'm like I'm like weighing the pros and cons of this. I'm like, okay, well, on one hand, I get to be really vicious to strangers. Yeah. But on the other hand, they might actually that might have actually been what they wanted. Right. See that. And then the I'm like, problem. okay, well, what if there was money involved? I'm like, there, I can't make that happen. So it's just we're done. We're done here. Just just to reiterate a point that's being made a lot during the time of less employment. Not everything needs to be a side hustle. Speaking of which, I just put the chat, the link to the Patreon. No, not patreon.com forward slash Patreon. God. That's not how Patreon... Hey, get off the... Am I still connected? Yes. Yep. Hi, hey. hi Cable. Cat no, walked I, across I, the keyboard. I definitely agree with you no, about stop. the whole, like, not every hobby or interest should become your side hustle. Um, but for me personally, I'm always looking for the thing that can be my side hustle because one of these days that side hustle can be my regular hustle and I don't have to have a regular job. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Gin and tonic's really strong <laughs> and I'm drinking so it really fast. It's just one little can. It's gonna go fast. It's one little can. It's one little can. You're fine. It's the size of a regular cocktail. Yeah, I'm holding off this evening until after I've actually made dinner and eaten dinner. Uh, Oh, that's. I should do that. Uh huh. You never ate. No. I. I'll eat afterwards. I went out of my way to eat just whatever I could before the cameras were on. Nobody. Nobody needs to see me eat. I mean. (laughs) You two are just stuck with it, but whatever. I bet you can get people to pay. For, there's your side hustle. Watch Bean eat. Again, you'll get creepy people. Just no, no. That that is not for eating. Oh, whoops! Stop it. Uh. <laughs> Even Manju's yelling at me. That's all she's doing. She just, <laughs> she just sits and it's. Imagine that only louder and at six o'clock in the morning. That's... <laughs> oh, I know. I got one right here. Yep. I don't know. So, the, so the thing that I chat... can point to that that's a snake. What oh. is what is Thunder Dick McDougal? Quiet though. I don't know. It's in the chat right now. It's funny. I don't know what it is, but it's funny. That I like. That's, that's from Norm. So you really, if you add thunder to anything, you're gonna I'm gonna find it amusing. Amusing. That's fair. Thunder Mike. Also, not sure that that's how you spell McDougal, but 
And no, it's it's a it's O U, not O O. But um, and not oh. L E. Uh, Someone's like just throwing his heritage around. <laughs> that's it. Um, I don't know. The only thing I could think of is it's some sort of like Outlander joke, but that's just because that's where my brain is right now. Yeah, you've been watching a lot of Outlander. It looked like I read the first two books. Uh, I should say reread. I read them a couple years ago and like just didn't really. It didn't really resonate with me. It would. I just didn't get it. Not not that I didn't get it. I just wasn't really feeling it. And also, I rented them through the library, and so at one point, I had to power through the end, like the last several, like the last couple hundred pages. That shit's long, you guys. No, they're um, big books. Jen has all of them. So long, so much happens, um, and so I couldn't finish it in time for my before my loan was going to expire. And they're so popular that I would have had to wait like three more months before I could re-loan it, um, lease it, uh, and. Um, and finishes. So I like basically I skipped ahead. I would skip like pages and pages at a time, uh, and so it just it just was not to effect. Right. Um, so I got nothing but time now. I I finished the first two books, uh, and now I'm watching <clears> the series, <throat> which also means I have to find a different unrelated book to read because I don't want to be overlapping like book three while I'm watching season one type stuff. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I get that. Uh, Norm explained himself in the chat. Poor thing. Oh. I'm not going to read that out loud. I'm not going to read that out loud. No, I don't know if not that's that it's, a joke Not that it's bad, but it's... That might actually be private. Yeah, but I'm totally going to call you that next time I see you, Norm. It, if it was private, why would he uh, put it in the chat? Because of the second sentence. Because he's high as fuck. Norm had to go to the emergency room a couple days ago. Um... First off, he's like, first I thought I had, he told me, he's like, I thought I had the Rona, but I didn't. He had a tooth infection and a tooth infection oh, can actually create okay. flu-like yeah. symptoms. Yes. So yeah, no, he high as fuck right now. So that may not be for public. So no one say that. Uh, but also congrats, Katie. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Smooth, Bean. Smooth. <laughs> and moving on. Uh, oh, I just passed by something on Twitter that reminded me of another fun headline that I saw. What's that? Uh, there's not as many, but it's my Haunted Mansion tarot cards. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's just five suits, though. But uh, was this, uh, it was this tweet, probably, about this guy who's like, I got this cousin, right? He's about my age, 30-something, and all of his income comes from the 30-something different Airbnbs that he <gasps> runs. He is a he is a renter of several dozen apartments, which he then illegally sublets as Airbnb. And that's whole business. That's all that's his only job in it, source of Oh, it, it is hella illegal. And now I said illegally subletting, yeah, uh, no. but now, but now that there's no, you know, tourist economy in the country, uh, you know, or at least there shouldn't be, um, he has no money coming in and no way to pay rent on his thirty-something apartments. Boo hoo! There's literally not a violin small enough for me to <laughs> give a shit about on that guy. Nope. No. <laughs> like the uh, the joke about the the tiny violin because it actually does imply at least this much 
sympathy, uh, and there's none for that guy. Also, tiny violins would be hard to play because a regular violin is hard to play. That's true. Yeah, I do know. So, <laughs> Plus, where that, do you but, get catgut that's strung that tiny? From tiny, tiny cats. Tiny, tiny, tiny cats. <laughs> you and I, we have tiny cats. We can probably get tiny catgut from them. I, I yeah, but Manju is tiny in stature, but or tiny in, in physical size, but monumentally huge in actual personality. Like a dwarf, aren't you, cat? Oh, are you a D and D dwarf? Don't desk? fucking cancel me, people. Uh, I'm sorry. Did, did not everybody's mind go straight to D and D when you said dwarf? Well, we're more live right now. I don't need fucking people to come after me. Whatever. Um, you didn't mean little people. You meant the uh, dwarves. Yes, you say it that way. Uh, speaking of which, I really miss my gaming group. I'm seeing one of them right now because she's a co-host. Oh, hi. <laughs> I was like, who is it? It's you, jackass. Um, there are loud booms outside my house right now. Well, how did you? It woke up the cat. Claymore's awake. Oh, yeah. It was loud. I heard it hi, through my Irma. headphones. I didn't hear squat. Hi, Doug. Well, because I've, I've just got this little mic here, but I, I heard it through my headphones. Well, the last few nights, because I live in the dirty southeast, there's been a lot of fireworks because southeast Portland. I mean, that might be it. We we get a lot of fireworks in this neighborhood too, but yeah, not nothing like yours. No, I will never forget my first Fourth of July in Portland. You were kind of a wreck. I was. I was like nauseous. I was. I, like, uh, I was like physically ill. I, I felt uh, like I was in the middle of a war zone. Yeah. No. I mean, I think I. I think you might have crashed on my couch that night. Like you were in no shape to go home and you were kind of a wreck. That seems likely. I think honestly. I was, I think it was like, cause we had a bunch of people over and I was like, why don't Everyone you. Everyone was day drinking to begin with. Yeah. I was like, why don't you come inside and just chill? And you were like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I felt really bad. Yeah. I'm a lot better these days, but um, I, I still have to, um, I can't be in it unexpectedly. Right. Um, like, like just now. That's that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's if it would continue, then then probably. Yes. Um, no, that's the thing. Is like you know nowadays I'm a little bit more accustomed to the idea of like okay, it's the fourth of July. Maybe I'll have you know, calming intake of things, and uh, you know just try to be really chill, but. Um, if I find my, if I were to find myself in the middle of people setting off fireworks all around me, or like within like a one block radius of me, while I was outdoors and not knowing that it was going to happen, right? I'm going to be pretty upset. Sure. Um. But yeah, it's. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. No. <laughs> Speaking of what is what it is. Uh, we still have sponsors. Yes, we, we can talk about sponsors. We should actually talk about them really quick. So first off, as we talked about, Bridge City Comics, uh, 3713 Southeast Hawthorne South. No, got that all wrong in every measurable way. Slow down for a second. 3725 North Mississippi Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, don't go in there right now. 
They are closed but to the public. Go to BridgeCityComics.com because they have set up an online uh, order form. Order form. Uh, if you are a box customer, you can put your credit card on file and you can keep getting your comics as they come in. Mm-hmm. They are doing mail order and curbside pickup. Uh, but right now, I think it's just Michael and Merrick doing like everything. Mostly, yeah. Whoa, mind you, went by the screen. So it's Michael and Merrick doing everything. So, you know what, have some, have some patience, but I know they're, they're busting their butt to make that happen. Um, even though there's no new comics as of April 1st from Diamond, there, you know what, there are still a ton of books. This is a great time to catch up on shit that you've always wanted to read, but didn't think you had time. You know what, you got you got time, time now. You got yeah. time now. I read like four um, whole comics this afternoon. You've heard us review so many comics the last few years, and the odds of them all being in trade and at Bridge City Comics are pretty high. Um, yep. And I don't cable has Diamond stopped altogether, or can they still order old stock? No, they've they've stopped altogether. Okay, they're, they're not. All right. Well, whatever's they, in stock because they they've also done the exact same with Alliance. There's no game shipments from Alliance. Okay. Well, you know what? This is a good time to help these uh, comic book shops clear out some inventory. Yes. That's, uh, that's for damn sure. Yeah. There so, are a lot of trades that you can uh, order. Yeah. So go to BridgeCityComics.com. They have an online order form. Get yourself some comics. Um, and, uh, you know, I know times are really tough for people right now. But uh, comics are a great distraction. They're, uh, they're a great way to escape a little bit. And uh, it, as much as we're like, capitalism is the devil, because it is. Um, we're all stuck in it, so. Well, and there's a difference between capitalism in terms of the president telling people to go back to work on Easter and let old people die so that the system can, so a CEO can have a good 401k and supporting writers and artists and colorists and letterers and small mm-hmm. shop owners that are bringing- The things that actually bring joy to your life. How many of you right now are finding- some escape in TV shows and comics and movies and video games uh, and board games and board games. Like none of that happens without the arts right now. And I'm really glad that our sponsors are all on the arts base, even Anton and Deb, which we'll get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. That's who you support. And uh, speaking of board games, cable guardian games is still doing. We are still, still doing, doing curbside. Um, you can, Email us at info at guardiangames.com with your requests. Um, one of our fine staff members on some days, probably me, will then get back to you about what you're interested in ordering, whether we have it in stock, and then we will take payment over the phone or I can do uh, PayPal. Oh, okay. Cool. Because not, not everyone can. That is literally something that I can do because I have the password. <laughs> All right. And you guys have like... Uh- fuck ton of games still we still do yeah we just got in fact today we got in a shipment of dune the the new edition of the old board game dune i never played that oh Me neither. Yeah. it's super pretty yeah yep uh you how's should that, uh, look it up how's that trogdor game have you played it yet or heard any reviews of it I haven't played it. My coworker Justin uh, backed it on Kickstarter. He loves it. He thinks yeah. yeah, he really enjoys it. We still have copies of that. Here's a problem: Jen doesn't like anything from Homestar Runner, True. so I would have no one to play it with. I even walked by that board game and like, oh, that looks like a pretty cool board game. Do it. You know, play some Dragon. Beefy. She against Homestar Runner. 
I, it's not I a was, jam. I was standing right there when you did that in the store. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You were right there when I did it. It was pretty yeah, cool. I pointed it out to you. And then you did that voice. That oh, one yeah. right there. There's also that one and that Grindhouse game looks kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Yep. It looks almost like a reverse betrayal where you're just the house is trying to, like, you're trying. It looks fun. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the mechanics of that are. Um, yeah. There's there's a, a brand new The Shining game. Um, the sh- as like you called like it, the movie? The, you called it The yeah. Shining? The Shining. <laughs> it takes, but it takes three players. You, know, you only call it that if you're a janitor. A Scottish janitor. He's not even joking, In Springfield. Um, yeah, there are... The thing that we've been selling a fuck ton of are two-player games. Right. Stop it. Quit. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, I don't know if you still have any copies of Jaws still. Um, maybe. That game's dope. Yep. That game is super fun. It's Jen, fun. And I pick, Jen and I picked it up a few mm-hmm. days ago, and we played it once. We're going to play it again. Um, not to go into a whole game review, that game is incredibly well balanced. Like the first half I played, I mean, I played the shark. It's always the shark versus the game basically. Mm-hmm. And the first half of the game, I was like, this is fucking easy. I am murdering all these people. Then I realized, <laughs> Oh, that's the point. It's Amity Island right now. Um, and then we got on the Orca cause it's act one is Amity. Act two is the Orca. I don't know what that means. Um, and about halfway through the Orca, I was like, this game is really unbalanced towards the shark. And then whoever designed that game, the mechanics were really smart because of about a halfway through the Orca, like it shifted. As the players got more desperate and the shark gets more bold, everything changed. And the game literally came down to one dice roll between me and Jen. Like uh-huh. that was one dice roll was going to decide the game. And it that was, makes sense. It was so much fun. It was so good. I find that to be the same with um, Horrified, it yeah. being very balanced that you always feel like you're going to lose and like winning the game does feel like you've managed to pull off a Hail Mary at the last second. Yeah. Uh, and both games are by Robinsberger. So. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, they're doing, they're doing, ooh, um, Sack is holding up a game the it's the latest game from cyanide and happiness which is the trolley game which feels painfully uh awkward at, right now but great. at a distance it looked like a box of dairy gold butter <laughs> but um the the trolley game is exactly like if you watch the good place at all you've heard the um you've heard about the the trolley game it's the where, philosophical um exactly um this. You, yeah, you basically play, each person takes a turn being the judge, and you lay out the track and decide, uh, and the track splits off into two, and both teams are trying to figure out, or make a case for the, what? Okay, make a case for um, their, the train not running over their people or running over the other people, um, but since it shifts around the table, that means your teams change all the time, too. The people that you're competing against at the beginning, you're on the same team right afterwards. I think we should also look at the other games on Aaron's shelf and critique them. Um, I can't zoom in that closely to look at them more. Hold on, let me go to, well, no, not speaker view. How can I max, how do you maximize one person's video? 
I don't know. Oh, don't pin, vi- pin video. Okay, so he's got mid something. Uh, medieval, which is... I'm going to guess that that's uh, Pandemic Cthulhu. That is not Pandemic Cthulhu. It's something Cthulhu. It is something Cthulhu. I think that's a Steve Jackson game. Okay. Um, hold on. Let me just make all of this bigger. And then... No, I can't read any of this. It's so... Uh... Yeah, it's it's easier it's... to read it when he's the one talking and we can stare at the games in the background. Uh, Armada, Imperial Assault. There's like a whole, everything on the right is too blurry. I got nothing. Yep. So is that a copy of that... Massive Darkness? Maybe when I he mean, comes back in and sits down, we'll look at it again. I'd show you my games, but they're way over here in this corner. There's there's not that many of them. Lindsay says it's uh, Munchkin Cthulhu. Oh, which, okay. There we go. That seems awfully big for Munchkin Cthulhu. I. I will happily sell Steve Jackson games at the store, but I don't personally enjoy them. I also take issues with Steve Jackson as a person. So he he makes Munchkin and all Munchkin related games. Uh, well, on that note, let's move on to our third and final sponsor. Are we going to do a bit without him? Sure. He'll be, he'll be fine. He'll be back soon yeah. anyway. That would be PDX Asylum, which is at 3713 Southeast Hawthorne Boulevard. Yes. yes. Across the street from the historic Baghdad Theater in the Hawthorne Shopping District. Yes. And they are, in fact, closed to the public mm-hmm. uh, uh, or closed, closed, however you want to phrase that. I'm not sure anymore what we're calling things these days. Um, but they are able to, if you communicate with them about particular pieces that you like. Let me back up. They're still posting routinely about different wares that they have that they would like to showcase. It blooped. Let's see. Oh yeah, there's a there's a little one coming down right here. Um yeah, so let's say for example they showed you a picture of this lovely black lava lamp and you're like, oh I really want that, but asylum is closed right now. Fear not, listeners, because you can contact them and they will meet you by appointment for you to view and ideally purchase said item that uh, that you covet. There you go. Yeah. So one uh, one very specific, but kind of, you know what? If you, <laughs> I know the world is ending, but if you want to feel a little bit <laughs> bourgeoisie about life, make a private appointment to view some home art decor. That's actually pretty fucking bougie. With yep. PDX Asylum. 3713 Southeast Hawthorne Boulevard, right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Uh, you should absolutely be following them online right now at either facebook.com slash asylum or PDX underscore asylum on Instagram. Do it. You did that. You did Good it. Job. You remember this time. Yay. Hey, Aaron, it's because I'm a tiny bit drunk right now. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. Uh, Aaron, there's a question from the chat. Do you have the game Massive Darkness on your bookshelf back there? Uh, No. Massive? Where do you see that? No. No. And the game that says Cthulhu, is that Munchkin Cthulhu? It is. Okay. Um, I'm going to judge you a little bit. I was gifted this. Okay. (laughs) Also, there was an error. Also, way to go, uh, Lindsay, for, for calling it. Uh, also, there was a there was a time where like everyone played Munchkin. 
Yes. That's that's where that came from. Um, I do there have... are, there's still a lot of people that play Munchkin. Oh, I know. Uh, I did have a copy of... I have a copy of Cthulhu Pandemic, but I can't find it anywhere. Uh, which is a bummer, because that's a really good game, and it's a two-player game. Or it can mm. be. I forgot to bring the copy of uh, King of Tokyo for you last week, and I am sorry. That's okay. Uh, we did get a copy... I got a copy of Villainous for Christmas. Mm, mm-hmm. Um... For a game that, at least on the surface, is targeted towards kids, it's incredibly complex. I've it's heard nothing really but good things about Villainous, and they've got a couple expansions for it, too. Yeah, it's really good, but it's very... Yeah, there's a there's a Scar... They add more villains. I think there's a Scar expansion. Um, there's an expansion there's with a, Scar, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Scar and Gaston, I think. Each expansion, I think, has two more villains. Mm-hmm. But it's a well-designed game, but it's way more complex than I thought it would be. Um, I'm trying to think. I had the Ghostbusters 2 board game that was kickstarted. I don't like it. Really? Which is a bummer because I really like the first <laughs> Ghostbusters game. Hmm. Yeah, the Ghostbusters 2 just, I don't know. It's almost too complex. You know what I mean? I've got... Um... Uh, I I borrowed from the store so I can figure out how to play. Um, both the the captain is dead, which we were going to play tonight, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Um, I've also picked up Bosk because that's the the nature. Oh, that one looks really film. good. Yeah, it looks really pretty, and I I figured I want to learn how to play. That's it. that's not the game where you play a lizard bounty hunter. No, that's Bosk. Not oh. Bosk. Yeah, listen to those two S's. Totally different spellings. Okay, okay. You're always bossing me around. <laughs> you did that again. <laughs> I didn't really mean I didn't even mean God damn, mm-hmm. I didn't even mean to. <laughs> um were you just saying that you you don't pun? Not in, for here's certain... the thing, not intentionally. I think okay. my puns are um God damn it. By the uh no Tosk Thomas in the chat, that's from DS9. He is Tosk. Um, fucking Jen got me so good last night. And I'm still proud of her slash mad at her for this. So, you know, everyone's kind of talking about the virus a little bit. And everyone kind of likes to do a little bit of disaster porn and share horrible stories and great stories. So we're sitting on the couch last night. And she looks at me. Dead serious eyes. She says, oh, my God. Did you hear Finland close their borders? And I was like, oh, damn. Really? And she said, yeah, because they don't want anyone crossing the finish line. That's I'm single now, by the way. That was it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that part was so good. I actually woke up this morning thinking, the first thought in my head was, finish line. I was like, damn it. God damn it. I, you couldn't see it in the video, but I'm like, I'm like, nope. Cross my arms. I refuse to laugh at that. Oh, the delivery was so damn good. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, I see? This. I know. It just never ends now. <laughs> uh, we should probably get to wrapping up the show here a little bit. What do you think? 
it's about that time, considering we didn't take any breaks. No, yeah. although we're gonna, I'm gonna hang out still. I'm gonna stop recording, but I'm gonna hang out, and I will unmute everybody. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Yeah, we'll content. be back. We'll be back next week, right? We're gonna talk about mm-hmm. the card. Oh, speaking of which, free for everyone right now. Oh, is that confirmed? I saw something about it online, yeah. but. What is CBS All Access? Uh, just Picard. Just so Picard. Patrick Stewart was on CBS this morning, like yesterday, and he said, so we're about to have the season finale of Picard, and I want to make an announcement. Uh, CBS has granted me permission to say that CBS All Access is, or Picard will be available for everyone. That's so, impressive. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. It's, yeah. it's smart. It's going to get more subscribers. Yeah. Because... Picard is dope. So good. Um, and I heard a rumor that we might get a season three Discovery trailer at the end of Picard. Oh, that would be lovely. I, I'm going to give one recommendation to everyone who has not watched Picard yet and is excited to go, oh, I'm, I'm going to totally binge watch that as soon as it's on this and I'll, I'll just watch it all at once. Do not do that. Do no. not binge watch Picard it is so emotionally intense every episode is you're doing yourself a disservice if you just binge watch it yeah if you can give yourself 24 hours every time yeah watch an episode a day yeah like we're about to like episode 10 is tomorrow I'm still not recovered from episode 5 is it dead inside Yes. Huh? I'm no. like, I don't feel that way at all. You know what? But part of it might be being cable. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, not being emotionally affected is different than that is an emotionally charged show. Do you agree that it's an emotionally charged show? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. And I think a part of it too is, and this isn't a dig or, or a character comment on you, you didn't grow up with Next Gen. I so didn't this grow up with ca- any of it. So that's what I mean. So this character, I mean, even though personally for me, I think DS9 is the best written and acted show. Discovery is getting there. But when you talk about nostalgia and my childhood, that's TNG. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up with that. The cast of Enterprise D, that's for all intents and purposes, that's my family. Like I went through adolescence with that crew. So the emotional resonance is very hard it's hits it's hitting so hard with me um for elements of it and picard is doing a lot of nerdy deep dives but not just for nerd points like their story elements that i'm like oh it's really rewarding a deep knowledge of trek you don't have to have a deep knowledge of trek to enjoy picard but there are little easter eggs where i went oh my god oh Oh my god! Ooh, for oh sure. yeah, for there sure. are lots of those. Um, I, I I'm probably picking up on like ten percent of the Easter eggs, but I yeah. appreciate them for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, or I I think that that's okay. I'm not sure who it is, but uh, someone in the chat is saying uh, that Picard really hits uh, the PTSD theme really hard, yep. and I can I can agree with that. Oh yeah, totally. I don't. I know we had a weird conversation earlier about me and the fireworks, but I would say that compared to most other people, I don't consider myself to have PTSD. And so it's weird for me to f- like feel like any sort of, any sort of like topic authority on it. You still have it to an extent, just not. I, but I agree. I agree yeah. that it's, 
it hits it hits the right notes for anyone to who has had those experiences to find relatable. Yeah, there's a part. I don't want to go into too much. There's a part when if I got, I'll just say it. We're going to wrap up the show. But there's a there's a and by the way, next week we're going to do a spoiler heavy recap of the entire season. Yep. But there's a part when Picard gets back on a cube that hit me because I forgot because everyone's like, well, he had his resolution. There was first contact. And then it hit me. I was like, no, he's never been on a cube since best of both worlds. No. And he's still never dealt with it. Yeah, he's no. never and, really had to confront those particular demons. Yeah, there's there's so much we can talk about next week, which I feel like next week we're just going to be all Picard. Which, uh, based on the chat, everyone is fine with that. Everyone's like saying, oh yeah, definitely Yeah, take your time with this. Take your time if, with this. If series. for some reason when you listen to this on the podcast, you haven't seen Picard yet because you don't have CBS All Access, um, if you what you can power load before you start watching Picard, I'd recommend watching uh, in, in TNG episodes. I'd recommend watching Measure of a Man from season two of the, uh, TNG, uh, and then obviously uh, Best of Both Worlds one and two, uh, The Offspring. Oh where yeah, Data, where Data builds a daughter. Lol, uh, lol. Um, where Data builds a child. It builds a child. She yeah. the, the child chooses their gender. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, Measure of a Man. I think actually the offspring is before Measure of a Man. So Measure of a Man, or before Best of Both Worlds. Measure of a Man, the offspring, Best of Both Worlds. Um, and Iborg. Iborg, yeah. Um, and then of all things on Voyager, watch The Raven. The episode, is that what the episode's called? Uh, on Voyager, you can uh, w- watch Scorpion if you can. You don't have to, but definitely watch The Raven on Voyager. Uh, that's a good primer for <laughs> this list. Keeps getting longer. Yeah, and man, I I tell you, like I really expect the next announcement to come out of CBS All Access is a seven of nine show. They've said there's two shows coming that have been yep. unlisted. I would be there for that. I think we're getting great. I think we're going to get I'm Pike. not caught up, but... I think we're going to get Pike and we're going to get the Rangers. Yeah. And season two of Picard's going to have Guinan. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, anyway, that's it. Should we wrap okay. up the show? I think so. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, I'm Aaron Duran. I'm Dean Rita. And I'm Kim we'll... Washtani. And we'll talk to everybody next week. Watch out for snakes. Insert end line here. I'm you. One, two, three, four.